Welcome to episode 40 of Sutton Like That. And episode 16 of Reason and Minds Podcast. We collab once again, myself and MJ. Today we will be talking about the passing of Chadwick Boseman, better known for his role as the Black Panther. And also the heinous shooting of uh, Jacob Blake. And we also will be touching the subject of stigmatization of masculinity. You don't want to miss that one. Yeah, it's going to be a great show, so be sure to tune in. Yes, welcome back to another edition of Sutton Like That and another edition of Reason and Minds Podcast. Yes, so we decided to collab on this (laughs) one again, you know, another one. We had so much fun on the last one that we said, hey, let's do this again. So, MJ, how you doing? Another one. Another one. (laughs) I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm okay. You know, I'm chilling here, you know, so we're going to try this background music. Yeah, we're going to see what this sounds like. Yeah. Um, see if it sounds good. You yeah. know, we'll let it play for five minutes and then we'll listen to it. And then next show, if we like it, we'll, we might keep doing it. Yeah, we'll, you know, you know, we'll keep doing spice it. it up a little bit. Um, so this episode is brought to you by Inspire Rentals. Yes, absolutely. They got the they got the million dollar budget for us, so they said, hey, <laughs> we'll we will sponsor you. So appreciate them for sponsoring. And oh, their owner happens to be here. Yes. Uh, what do you know? Check us out on Facebook, Inspire Rentals. For all of your uh, porta potty needs, yes, all of that. Yep, everything. So great prices, very clean, competitive too. Absolutely, the prices are very competitive, and so. we bring it to you. Yes, so you don't have to worry about how is it going to get out of my yard, what's going to happen. We got you, we got you. So we got some things on the menu tonight. We got a uh, Chadwick Boseman. You know, we found out he passed away last yeah. night. We also want to talk about the shooting of Jacob. Blake, he was shot seven times in the back by an officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Mm. And also, just something we want to talk about, the stigmatization of masculinity in the movies and everything. So, Great topic. Yeah, man. You know, we got mm. some great topics we want to talk about. Um, well, first, we, I just say, you know, condolences to uh, Chadwick, all his family, friends, uh colleagues just yeah. it's a sad time you know it's a really really hurtful time definitely sad you know when we found out about it um you know we was all in shock i thought that my boy d-ruck was joking i thought he was talking about black panther because he's a comic book guy right. but then when i found out that it was actually him dying i was like that's crazy man that's sad yo um so but chadwick boseman man i think um just so you know people don't know that he found out he had stage three colon cancer in 2016 mm-hmm. now just imagine that this guy's still making movies he's still working around the clock showing up showing up everywhere with colon cancer and you know that's just a testament to like how dedicated he is you know because not too many people can be able to actually do that you know um i think that a lot of people won't be able to maintain work and yeah they won't be able to you know, maintain life knowing that they have cancer, but he lived it to the fullest. And um, somebody made a great point that his team, you know, is airtight because nobody knew that. Right. His circle was really tight. And, you know, like the jokes were coming, like, why is he losing so much weight? Um, What was going on? But just to know that he passed away at 42 years old, Mm. 
It's like, wow. And just to know he was battling that, you know, right. something so serious, something so, you know, chronic and, um, or I should say acute. It's just like, and he showed up for all those children yes. that were in cancer units and just seeing all the work that he was actually doing, mm -hmm. um, in retrospect, just yes. knowing what he was dealing with, you know, just really being a vessel out here. And that that's amazing. Now, I think for me being an African-American male, knowing that he played Thurgood Marshall, mm. Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Black Panther. These are significant figures and not only the African-American community, but in American culture as well. Mm -hmm. And what he uh, exemplified is that you can do it. And I know people see the Black Panther movie as just a comic book movie, but it represented more than that. It represented hope. Absolutely. Um, I think you sent me the clip of my man. Um, Jimmy Fallon? Nah, Davis. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you sent me the Jimmy Fallon clip, but I also was watching Ryan Davis. Shout out to Ryan Davis. Good guy. I met him one time. And he said, um, I didn't realize I needed a black superhero until I seen mm. black superheroes. And, you know, he was talking about um, uh, one a superhero that, that was around in early 2000, but talking about like the Black Panther and what that meant. It was more than a comic book. It mm -hmm. was representation of us on screen. Mm -hmm. And to know that our kids get to see a superhero like that. Black Panther broke records. Really huge. In the box office. Absolutely. And it was like all black cast. Again, people say, well, it was still Marvel. They were white. Whatever you want to say. But our moment in time was it was us up there. And to see this brother being for us and in the forefront was just amazing. It was huge. I mean, I that resonates with me, like, just not knowing how uh, critical it is to see a superhero because I just never looked at it like right. that you know i wasn't huge on it i mean i grew up on batman right like batman was my thing that's it you just you, just seen, you know batman now i think like what if batman was black like mm -hmm. how would that have changed my childhood and just my you know perspective on life you mm -hmm. know moving forward so i think that a lot of our children were gifted something very great and i think that his his work um will really impact generations to come because I, I think there's a lot more than just hope right it's reality yes i see me up there so i know i can get up there and i could be me one day and regardless if it's marvel white owned right just to see every single person on that screen in a character mm -hmm. looking like me was huge I, I don't i don't see how you can discredit that at all you know and tyler perry is really the only other person only person really out here doing it that was doing it to that level making sure every single person from the front to back was black well speaking of that most of this was shot at tyler pierce studios Abs there you go you know what i mean so you know it, it was it was amazing that you know he was able to provide them that mm -hmm. and if you think about it and just to, you know hear what you say like if you had known that when you were younger think about it kids from 12 and under got a chance to see blackness at its finest from a black president to black superheroes to a lot of black things going on. Mm -hmm. So it was, it's, it's so amazing. And, you know, Chadwick Boseman, he's going to be one of those iconic figures who's going to be immortalized because people really appreciate you more. It sounds like when you're dead, mm. but a brother like that is just like, wow, man, it's like, he's really gone. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it was like when Bruce Lee died. Um, I don't know what it was like when a lot of, you know, you know, um, Jimi Hendrix passed, but mm -hmm. Chadwick Boseman, that's just, wow. It's huge. That's, and isn't it something that's like all the people who come out and do so such groundbreaking things seem to pass away early. Right. You know, that really um, kind of are pivotal in a lot of the shifts and changes and, you know, industries mm -hmm. and just really marking a place in history. Right. Seem to pass away early. And it's just... Um, it's a remarkable thing, you know, to really know. That's crazy. And shout out to Jimmy Fallon because yes. he, you know, as a white person, right, paying attention to how Chadwick impacted the black community, right. he used his his platform to give that man roses when he was still here. Right. right? So to watch that now, that, that's, that's, knowing uh, everything he went through, I, I mean, that was really touching. You know, to me, that was like really powerful. And what was also powerful, like one of his last movies, did you see, you saw the Spike Lee movie. Of course. And the Five Bloods. The Five Bloods, but it's crazy because he played the character Storm and Norma, who, who was dead, mm -hmm. which is crazy. And um, like you said, with Jimmy Fallon, you know, understanding that, um, and I'm just going to shift gears, but the one lady where she was talking with the dreads, and she was like, oh my God. And then she's like, oh, hey, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Anyway, I was like, damn, <laughs> That, that was, that was, was funny. funny. I liked that was her. funny. She was really but funny. that was, like I said, we're still reeling from it. And people, uh, Jamila had a good, a good quote on her page. She was saying how people were like, well, you don't even know the person. Like, why are you acting like you did? They said because what they, their work, you know, helped you during the time of your life that you needed it. It so, doesn't matter. They're right. humans. Right. And they're still humans. Yes, they're celebrities. They're stars. They may not have met me personally in my home or on my block, but guess what? They're another yes, human. That's true. So it's nothing wrong with people having empathy and feeling the loss of mm -hmm. somebody else's family member, despite being a celebrity or not. Right. It's the same way when someone passed away in the hood and you didn't know them, but someone tells you, you, yeah. right? You take a moment for that person. Yes, you, you, you know, and. The reason why I think that it was so impactful goes back to so many people having children in their home and just knowing what it meant to them to, mm -hmm. to go to that movie, right? And see someone that looked like their father, their uncle, their grandpa, whoever, you know, a black man. That's the main character on the big screen. Mm. Come on. And then everybody else behind him really looking like family. Like, you know, I took, I had, you know, we had went to see that movie and I took my uncle because my uncle used to read that comic book. Mm -hmm. And for so long, my uncle, he was like, oh man, Black Panther, he's one of my favorite. And he used to try to explain to me when I was younger, but I didn't understand the impact. He's like, if they ever bring this to the movie theater, man, people, he said, you don't know. And I remember like when my grandma lived on 139 Henry Street back in the 90s. Well, she lived there from the 70s on, but just in the 90s being a kid and he was like yeah man you don't understand like if this movie ever come out it's gonna be the best thing ever and i'm like well what does that mean he's like you get older so I, I made it a point to buy his ticket i was like i have to mm. i have to and i want to see it with him and just to see his face and him 50 something years old seeing getting to see a black superhero on screen mm -hmm. you know he he and he told me he was like i was like a little kid like it was like it's unfathomable mm -hmm. at this age to see that. Like you hope for it and to get it was just like wow. Mm -hmm. So powerful. The, it, it really is. That's man. right. That story right there sums it up. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to him, man. Rest in peace to him. Sorry, a little fruit flies. <laughs> they wildin'. Um, speaking of, you know, giving them their roses while they are alive, um, Jacob Blake, he was shot, it was last week in the back seven times. 
by Kenosha, Wisconsin police officer. I didn't watch the video. I didn't want to. I saw the video um, by accident. I actually didn't know what I was watching. Um, I just happened to, you know how the movies just scroll and right. then it just starts playing. And I was trying to read because I don't read. I don't look at the video first. I like to read first. And as I was reading, I looked back up and saw him and the cop in that whole incident. And I was just like, and his, you know, kids was in the car. That's crazy. Right in the back seat. It's crazy. Yeah, opening fire on an unarmed man mm. with his back turned. <laughs> what sense does that make? You it, know, it doesn't it's make just, any sense. And the fact that it's just happening, it's just happening, it's just happening, and all the uproar and upheaval in the, in the world right now around just this police brutality and and the execution of black and brown people, you would just hope that this would cease, you know, and at least pause. And these cops would think two, three, four times. But mm -mm. this is evidence that the culture in the police force, the culture of blue, right, is is completely lethal force. That's it. It's like no no consideration. Mm. Um, wow. I'm just thinking because Donald Trump has made this really about politics mm. and political stuff mm -hmm. um as you can see from my page a lot of people want to try to justify i said but you can't like you know people try to send me stuff and talk about oh well look at what this says i said listen when you got egg on your face you will put anything out so you won't look bad mm -hmm. and i said you know I, I i told tc you know who commented on my page i said tc as a black man i believe nothing of what i hear and half of what i see because we have been on such a smear campaign being black people. I said, why is it that every time we get shot, they talking about what we did in the past? What does that have to do with what the happened? The present, the moment. Because whenever the killer who is white or, you know, and then, you know, we're going to talk about the rallies um, and protests. Whenever there's a white person, they always talk about his mental health, his potential, all the good stuff. When, Everything when, he will lose right. if he go to jail. But whenever a black person is a victim due to police brutality, they talk about they 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 try to find what they can do to kill. Like in third grade, he stole milk. Any I don't blemish. give a damn about Any that. Blemish. Any blemish. And I couldn't watch it. And like you said, you scrolled upon it by accident. But mentally, we are drained, man. Mm. Mentally, because it's like every time we turn around, it's like. You know what's like? It's like putting out one fire and then you found out that there's another fire. It's like, when do you sleep? When do you rest? And then people keep thinking that you're starting these fires because you're putting them out. Absolutely. And that's how it feels, you know, when when, when we talk about the plight that we're going through today, man. It's, it's just so sad, man. So sad. It's very sad and it's just devastating, you know. Um, it's hard to, you know, get your foot in, you know, after mm -hmm. each incident and just try to remain sane and take care of your mental health when you keep being traumatized this way. Right. It's like, I don't need to see a video to be traumatized. Just knowing that some, another family lost a loved one. Well, luckily he didn't die, but he's paralyzed. Well, I'm sorry. Still not, done. not yeah, right. Thank God. But you know, this is something that is a loss, right? Because they had to experience. Right. Oh my God. They probably saw the video before they even heard from the family. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, how, how is this? how is this normal? Like, why is this becoming so normal? And, and that's my point in the police culture, like this type of force, this type of action is normal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
they're not even dealing with humans, you know, and we that goes way back to black people being subhuman and oh, and you know, the real reason just, for cops, right? You know, and it's just really awful. Um, and I don't really see how else this is going to shift unless we start, you know, arming ourselves. Really, I mean, I just don't see it. I, I don't, I just don't see it. Well, the president of the United States promotes this. The governors, they back them up. The mayors turn a blind eye to it. What is happening here, and from, you know, if you don't know, after that, in Kenosha, um, or, or close to it, a young 17-year-old male from Illinois came there to, quote-unquote, stop the looters and rioters from destroying property. In the midst of doing that, he killed two people with an AK-47. Now, again... Every time this discussion I had with a lot of white people on social media, and again, I'm not the one to argue, but people ask my opinion, so I'm going to uh, more than oblige to it. I said to them um, the same thing, the question asked, but what did they do to deserve it? Well, they were chasing them. Okay, but what did they do before this happened? And then when the video surfaced of him, you know, they had some militia. And they said, and one guy, the older guy, he said, hey, don't shoot nobody unless you're with me you see me get attacked don't leave my side anyway f all that this kid was allowed to go home shower sleep and then get served um his you know charges and pleas but again we've seen this and people and then you know of course people say well he got arrested shouldn't i matter no because he's not been convicted because what's going to happen is what usually happen is they plead out to a lesser charge like i don't know third degree assault or something you know what i mean so like you said mentally it's like what it, what needs to happen i mean what did we really what did they think with a, a 17 year old thank you thank you right with a freaking assault, assault rifle, rifle going in with an already biased mindset what do you need to enforce and you're not law enforcement this again, is part of the problem. But again, but people don't 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 want to admit that he started the whole shit. He started the whole shit. And like, at the end of the day, like said, any of those people he shot had a gun pointed at him. No, nobody had anybody like, shoot at him. So there's no justification. You you don't fire. So when you go to training, right? You're supposed to go to training, and then they say, right? You don't shoot. You don't. A gun is not pointed at you. You're not in a threat. Mm -hmm. You will have the higher right. You're you're higher power when you have a gun and they right, don't. Right. What what are you what are you shooting for? Because you came to kill a nigga. This Let's is. be clear. And he happened to kill two white people, which is still unfortunate. But again, I just want you to answer this question to me because you know, and I know people have been listening to us because we've been having some some good views. Mm -hmm. I just have a question. Whenever we have a protest or rally, how many times do you hear or see any shootings going on? Uh, I'm still looking. I'm okay. still trying to see because I ain't seen them. Now, every time they say, let the cops do their job, <laughs> that's what we let them do, right? Yep. Why didn't the cops arrest a young man when they found out what happened? And then also, my thing was, again, like you said, why was he even allowed to have this gun? And the cops knew he had the gun. And it's, but but also you're protecting property, again with an AK-47. Right, and and again this is what I mean, like you know they keep talking about Black Lives Matter this that and a third, but my thing is like you don't care about the Black Lives Matter, you just want to and then you know then, then it's a bullshit excuse of people losing their job, okay, 
But that's what insurance is for. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but again, I think that, you know, we're we, we going to definitely have a discussion. Um, I'm trying to get some people up so we can talk. Um, Let the cops get do their job. I want to go back to that. Yeah, go What ahead, is their job? I mean, at this point, if it's not to keep every single person safe, then what is your job? Because there's no way that man should have been able to come no in that area with that gun, getting close to those people. And tag it like, like, why did y'all let that happen? But look at the tanks they had. I never seen a KKK rally with that many damn tanks. Mm-hmm. Every time black people get mad, it's like, oh, we gotta, we don't want them to get wild and loose. And then again, and what they do is they put every, again, everybody in this world is not good. Everybody in this world is not evil. Everybody is not there to protest. Some people are just there to cause bullshit. Let's be real. Yeah. But why are they getting lumped in with the right with the protesters? I, I that's what I don't understand either. Always. That's another that's another point. Always. It's just awful, you know. And two people lost their lives and it could have been prevented, right? If but we have a right to bear arms. I don't know why we need to bear AK forty sevens on the street with civilians. I don't know. I don't really know why, but you know. But again, it's not the protesters. Again, I agree. It's not the protesters. But I'm telling you, what happens is this lays a foundation for ignorant and bigot people to see and say, oh, he only got a slap on the wrist. Guess what I'm going to do? But I'm telling you, people keep fucking around. I'm sorry to curse on your platform, but people keep... Black people start now. Now we gotta do. What we gotta do. Now. That's it. What else can now we, we do? do we We're do. not safe out here. Now we gotta do. What we gotta. We do are not safe out here. They keep proving that over and over and over. Ahmad was not safe jogging in a neighborhood. Crazy. Which he lived. Come in. on. Which he lived. And then, um, you know, um, even with uh, Jacob Blake, they said, "Oh, he had a knife in his hand. He went to the car." Okay. Since going to his car. Gun. Right. Still not still not adding up to me. But again, like that video you showed, that dude screaming on a cop's getting. Oh, okay. White guy not complying. Right? Let's talk about compliance. He's not compliant. F you, F that pig to the to the to the officer. The officer officer got his gun drawn. This guy gets in and out of the car two, three times. times. The wife is reaching over, making sudden moves. His kids are in the back. Oh, you got respect for his kids, though. Mm. And this man let this guy get up on him, close the door, open the door. This this cop didn't do a thing, not even a warning shot. Didn't even take him down, punch him, nothing. We get knees on our neck. Well, the word you said is not. He's not threatened by Mm, him. mm. But you're threatened by a black man. Mm. When when last time you seen a black man just outright whoop a cop ass? I could point you to a lot of videos where white men whooping cops ass. And ain't nothing getting done. Weapons drawn, everything. Knives, guns. Right. And nothing happened to them. Now, again, I'm not saying that cop jobs are not difficult. I'm not saying that. But I wish Chris was here. Chris said it in, in, in so much. Chris had the best analogy. Chris says, it's funny how cops were the trained professionals in hostile situations want people to be professional and trained and calm down. But they're supposed to be professionals. Exactly. So why aren't you calm? You want the situation? people to do your job yes. for you. And we're not here to do that. Right. And, and and it shouldn't be like that. But again, like I said, I don't watch the news, but I was watching something because high school football is on in Texas. So I'm watching that and they just talking about Trump. Talking about and then Trump got nerve to say, Well, a lot of these people didn't even know who George Floyd is. And this is the bigotry that is happening. And I'm gonna tell and if people are listening, which I know they are, who are racist and bigots, 
Donald Trump don't care nothing about you. Mm-hmm. Especially, don't. especially you middle class. He showed y'all. He already showed y'all. He don't care. He don't care. He lied to y'all face to get All your vote. Time. All the time. And then, if, if, again, if he cared, then why isn't he making sure that you have a job? You're protecting property that they're not going to hire you. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So, Mm-mm. I so just good. find it funny. You know what I mean? But we're going to talk about this. It's a dead end, though. That's yeah. a dead end. But, you know, and, and then, you know, at work, and I'm and I must get off topic, we were talking about this, and I said, unfortunately, this is not going to be the last shooting and murder Mm-mm. of a of an unarmed black person. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So... It's crazy, but you know we in our houses and quarantine and all this stuff and social distancing from coronavirus, but we need to be social distancing from assassination. We need to be in quarantine from, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody said 2020 took um a lot of you know they it it took a it took away a lot of great people, but it still didn't take away racism and police brutality. Sure didn't. Not at all. Sure didn't. Crazy. Crazy, I'm but. proud of the upheaval and the you know yes. I'm, I'm just very proud of the 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 unity and coming together and I mean globally not just in our country and I hope you know it continues to just it permeate will. you know it's gonna take a long time yep. you know civil rights ain't ain't quite do it all but it did a lot right so it's just another thing you know that you have to we have to work at and now that people are working collectively things can happen yeah. you know and not and we don't have to take it laying down you know but see but the difference is like you said like people like you who's making sure that these kids are getting advocated for um you know making sure you know this stuff is really happening what happened before is like uh we were hoping to bamboozled in the 80s and 90s you know like they told us what we wanted to hear to calm us down but now people are like, no, nah, I'm not calming down. Like, I need you. To, I need receipts. I need you I to need show to me. I need to see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. Think about it. People have been protesting for months on end. Before, people would have a big protest in March, and then it'll be over. People are like, I'm not stopping now. Mm-hmm. Like, like no. Like, you're not going to stop me now. So, like you said, and I just want everybody to know, it's going to take time. And it's starting now. The reason why we're having so much anguish and, and so much, you know, strife is because like people are tired and people are continuing to be consistent mm. and people aren't stopping and that's the problem with for them not for us but for the racists and bigots so yeah agree. Come. now um masculinity in movies shows tv and all that. industry yeah. entertainment mm-hmm. um so it showed p valley that you've been watching down in the valley where the girls get naked. Pretty ratchet, but good storyline. Good storyline. <laughs> no. Um, and it's just other shows like you know, Shameless has the gay brother. Um, also, The Shy has a brother who's you know involved with a transgender um, female. And a lot of people always talk about how the media tries to portray and take away masculinity. Now, before I start, I want to hear your your take on it because you're a female, right? And you know you watch these shows, and so do I. But I, I just want to hear your take on this masculinity um, and this and this and the stigma. Oh, the stigma! I think that it's um, definitely an issue, and it's causing it is causing division. You know, it's furthering division amongst. I would say specifically in the black community, I think it causes um, division because um, our history is really rooted on a lot of um, 
religion, you know, and very strong belief systems that, um, from the beginning of time. And as you know, like slaves, no matter where they came from Africa, you know, coming from Africa, that was the root. That was all they had, you know, to, uh, keep their hope and keep their, you know, cohesion and community and, and really something to look forward to, right. right. And, and attached to. And I think that started a lot of the right branches. And like, now you have people are super just really um, focused on, um, Islam, you got Christianity, you got it all, right. It's every, everything, a little bit of everything. And then you got people who are super spiritual, right. Not really connected to a specific religion, but I think, a lot of that has formed uh, belief systems that don't accept, um, you know, people who have non-traditional gender and sexual identities. And so that is, I think, the root of it. And then it stems out to like even the most un <sighs> person that doesn't practice their religion right. 100% will use that against someone. Mm -hmm. in the same breath because they're decided to go into a sex same sex relationship or a same gender relationship or and it's i think it's really hard to watch sometimes you know that people could just be written off per se because they are living their truth which mm -hmm. is not what someone else expected <laughs> or not what someone else wants or really it's about what with. what other people want it's like your family doesn't want that your friends don't want that your job doesn't want that you know and it's like these people are struggling right. to stay sane because they're trying to live out what's inside mm -hmm. and p valley is a good example you know the main character you know is a male who dresses and drag or whatever it, there's no identity to it and, in the and show it takes place in one of the bible belts and it takes place in a very <laughs> very religious place and so he's hiding it a lot uh hi hiding his relationships but mm. not hiding who he is right, right. right and um so you were mentioning some people saying how they they don't watch that because it's like they're gonna catch the gay i don't know catch what it is gay. but it's like unbelievable like yeah. we are that like are we that broken to yep. to mentally to think how somebody else lives really impacts you it doesn't it doesn't i think that more than so like you said you brought up a great point people even if you're not religious but a lot of your beliefs and your base comes from that religious side mm -hmm. like for example i know a lot of people males who or like, oh, man, I can't watch that gay stuff, man. You know, like, they're trying to put it in us and they're trying to make our kids gay. Listen, either you gay or you're not. Like, that's how I feel. Like, me watching, like I said, when I was younger, to the, it was 1995, 96, I'm watching Tu Wong Fu. I didn't, I didn't see these dudes dressing that drag. I, I, I really seen it as, like, they're, they're acting. Entertainment. I didn't see it as, like, was he Snipes or Patrick Swayze or John Leguizamo, like, oh, they trying to feed me, make me gay. No, I seen it as a good storyline, like, yo, we need to help people. Mm. And you shouldn't look at people based on, you know, their sexuality, color, race, whatever. Right. And that's how I seen it. Even with P. Valley. Again, for me, he do look a little scary because, you know, with the makeup <laughs> and, like, like, because Lil Richard was scary to me. Mm. Like, he, he, he looked, I don't know, he, he kind of creeped me out, God rest his soul, but... But he had all that stuff. Even RuPaul. A little, little scary. But now, like, when you watching, you know, how people dress in drag, like, sometimes you can't even tell. 
Like we right. were watching that show, like the shot. Like I, I didn't know that that was a transgender. I was like, oh shoot. Um, now I'll be honest. It do you know to see two masculine men kissing? I'm, I'm still not comfortable with it because like I'm thinking just for me. I'm not saying it's bad, but like I just yeah. Right. But I'm watching TV. Like it's not gonna rub up on me. Like oh well, if they keep kissing, then I'm gonna want to kiss them too. <laughs> no, it's like no, it's not true. You know what I mean? And and I and people let what they feel to me they they take what they want and leave what they want like for example like mm. you can have a whole gambling problem but you worry about two guys kissing on tv right but this is where it goes back to the hypocritical right. things like right. right hypocrisy is real like you can't what they say all the time no one's sin is different from the other sin is sin so if you want to if you want to go that way with the righteous way and oh this and that well sin is sin then right, right but yeah. when it when you say that it's like oh no no yeah. that's different so I just think when you talk about Tu Wang Fu and how it was back then and then something like P Valley now I think the difference of uh, uh, the different mindset is that now it's so real and so common right mm-hmm. Tu Wang Fu was literally entertainment a lot of people weren't out a mm-hmm. lot of people weren't you know identifying as anything but what they were born as right, right? a lot of people were hiding all of that's over right. like yeah. people are not hiding it's pride out here it's real and so i think it's people taking that back then to now translating it and saying it's oh because we allowed it all that time now this is what happened to our kids yeah. no no no, no. No, the difference is that they're not being forced to hide in years and years and be so stressed out about hiding who they are and dying in pain and never living a truth. People mm-hmm. are deciding to choose themselves over society's right, um, society's opinions, right? Which is important because these young people, even if from the thugs, you know, these kids, I don't say thugs, but like these kids are really in the streets. If you ask them about a gay person, you know, me working with young kids, they're like, I don't care. You get what you want. Like, they don't got nothing to do with me. As long as they don't bother me. These young kids, they don't care about that. No. It's the older people that got a problem with Correct. that. It's the older people that got a problem with, you know, how many sexual partners people got. It's, you know, like seeing two dudes kissing. Like, you know, I ask a young person. They're like, I mean, I don't like it, but like, it's... It's not gonna it's take their away, life. right? Like it's not gonna take away who I like. You know right. what I mean? Like we had a discussion in um in class the other night. It was pretty good, and we were talking about stereotypes for men and women. And one of the stereotypes was uh, we asked a question about how many partners should a woman have by the time she's twenty one. And the younger crowd, people under the age of twenty eight, they was like, shh, shh, she could have ten. I wouldn't care. And you had older people like, I mean, that, that that's a lot. And they like, yo, listen, yo, it is what it is. Dudes, chicks are like, you know, women are like men now. Like, it, it don't matter. Like, if you like her, you like her. But again, the younger generation, that don't bother them. Right. Like, like you know, the old way of, uh, it's like the guard is changing. Like, it don't matter. Like, right. if you want to have 20 partners, yo, by all means, go ahead. Right. But that doesn't stop, you know, who you are as a person. And right. to hear that from young people and I wish more older people could hear that. Because like you said, they always try to bring, well, it was, you know, 
this is what happened. That's why they turned out this way. No, your negative thinking is the way you're, why you, why you are the way. Correct. You, are, you know? Bingo. It's crazy. <laughs> it's man. just, um, you know, we have to educate ourselves about what we don't understand. Right. And sometimes the ignorance is what hurts people and we don't know. Mm-hmm. So I just encourage people to like, if you know someone who is identifying as you know their gender or their pronouns are not what you would expect or what is other people or society says it should be mm-hmm. right that's your opportunity right that's your opportunity to talk to them and um you know many people that i know who identify differently you know they may be transgender they might their pronouns you know are not what based on their they, mm-hmm. what they would be six gender it, it's not something that they're afraid to talk about. Right. They actually want to educate you because they want to make sure you understand them right. and they want to make sure that you don't um, don't feed into and perpetuate all the hate that's out but there. But a lot of them don't want to offend you either. Education is key. You know, we can only be educated by getting to know other people. Um, but I think it's ridiculous that I people are is. like, I don't want to watch the show because, uh, okay, that is, sounds fine to me. But don't judge me because I do watch right. it. And right, and don't judge them because that's who they are. And a lot of these people in in these shows are not this is they're acting in a role, right. but this is who they really are too. Some of them, this is their lifestyle, right? right so they're right. acting actually in the role they are in society too. And I think people need to acknowledge that and not just also write them off as just actors because it, it might not be that, right? Like uh, what's her name? I'm sorry, La- Laverne Cox. Right. From, um, um, Orange is the New Black. Right. When you look at that, you're like, oh man, she fine. They're like, yeah, that's transgender. Wait, because you gay now? Because because you complimented what you thought was a woman. Right. Like you know what I mean? But like, she is a woman. She right. identifies as a woman. Right. That's what I'm saying. But like you know, to find out that she was born a man, like what are you gonna take that away from her? She's still a beautiful person. Right. But again, but people are so ignorant that they'll like they will actually stop doing stuff if they you know if they find out about stuff, but. You know, they'll watch movies about people killing, misogyny, uh, slavery, and what have you. And 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 also do these heinous things. But then, like, oh, man, I can't I can't listen to nobody that's gay or this, that, and the third. It's like, And what? if Uncle Clifford wasn't the character he was in the show, they would be watching all that P-popping going on, right? Yep. That ain't, oh, that's not a sin? Oh, okay. Right. You see? So it's, it's just about homophobia is 1000% real and people don't like to acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. And homophobia is, you know, something that is just as hateful as racism. Um, you know, and people should really educate themselves because one thing I learned is that God is very wise. And the very thing that you try to turn your back to and the very thing you try to cast hate and judgment on, he'll bring it to your life. So if you are a a Mm -hmm. Christian or whomever, whatever religion, and you got hate in your heart for what other people are choosing to do and you being the judgment person, you're not God, right? He's going to make you pay for that. By your kids, cousins, whatever. Just know what the same thing you casting down stones to is going to show up in your life. And this is your opportunity to deal with it and mm-hmm. respect people and, and and love thy neighbor. I'm gonna leave it at that. I ain't preaching, but mm. mm. preach. Now I'm just saying it's just it's just it's just so funny because you know them all lives matter people are the same ones like, well, how about the LGBT? Uh-huh. Nah, not them. How about the immigrant? No, not them either. How about mm. people who <laughs> worship, you know, this religion? No, 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 not 
Not them either. <laughs> so who is All Lives Matter? Yeah, I mean, gosh. like, we know what that means. Again, and it's just the division. It's just so funny. And I just wanted to talk about that because, you know, I hear people talk about, like, you know, your show trying to push this agenda, trying to, trying to make us feel bad for being straight. How? Like, if you feel bad, if you think that somebody trying to make you feel bad for being straight, then you need you might need to look at yourself. Let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really might need to look at yourself because, like, nobody, I'm sorry, nobody going to make me gay. Right. They, they, like, that, like that's, that's, that's that. Like, nobody can make me be white. The same way that's nobody it. can make me be white, you can't make me be gay. Right. And that's just that. Like, people like who they like. And that's right. it. Right. You know what I mean? And, 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 I, and I'm tired of people, you know, using that excuse. You yeah, know, and absolutely. but but they can go out here and disrespect everybody. Absolutely. Not take care of the kids at all, but but then you want everybody to be so straight. How mm-hmm. about you be straight with your kids? Ooh. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry. Okay now. I'm I'm getting off topic. Okay here. now. Well, I you know, this is why we um get activated and we really um discourage this all eyes matter mentality yes. because we already know when you say all eyes matter, you just mean your life. Yes. White that's lives. it. You, that's, I mean, it. that's what you mean. You did because everybody else is an exception. Oh, I mean, well, all lies, but not them, but not them. That's not all. So if we truly believed when you said all, you meant all, we would have zero problems right. with that. But if it was all lives matter, we wouldn't need to have a Black Lives Matter hashtag. <laughs> it's that simple, you know. And I just want to um, put it out there that if we misrepresented any identities or, um, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, what people use to identify themselves or, um, you know, we're still learning. So please educate us, reach out, tell us our mistakes, you know, because, you know, we don't know everything about the LGBTQ community, Plus, but we do respect and acknowledge and welcome everyone, no matter what they identify as and who they identify as. And so, just a disclaimer to put out there. I just wanted to make sure that these ignorant people stop <laughs> disrespecting people based on who they like. You know what I mean? So and based on their own opinions. You don't impose your opinions and thoughts about somebody else's life. You don't. Worry about your worry, worry about yourself. You better. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. This that split. <laughs> this that split. Well, that was a good show. Yeah. I mean, you know, straight to the point. Yeah, I mean, that's you know? it. It's not much. These types of things are pretty uh, to the point, you yeah. know, in terms of what I, you know, my opinions. And um, I just don't think there's a lot of room for gray, you know, when it comes to a life. No. You know, you, you kill somebody, you have no right. That's it. Right. No. Bottom line, I don't care who you are. Exactly. Color doesn't matter. Blue like, lives. Right. It's not, it's not, it's not okay. I agree. Let's not accept it. So. I agree. Well, rest in peace to Chadwick and um, yes, and get well. Prayers, uh, prayers Jacob to the, Blake. Yep, Jacob Blake and his family, his mm-hmm. children. Um, you know, just hold a special place and a uh, special prayer or vibe for those children because they yes. they witnessed everything that happened to their dad. Um, and that's very much a lifelong, you know, traumatic event that mm-hmm. they will always have to deal with and live with moving forward and the police officers and police um you know unit whoever should really really pay for that because that they didn't deserve that they didn't they didn't and also i want to shout out um oh my gosh it's a basketball player Mm. donovan mitchell Mm -hmm. donovan mitchell shouts out to him um he's donating all his sneaker proceeds not all of them but forty. $5,000 of his sneaker proceeds 
to go to Jacob Blake's kids. Wow. There's probably going to be more. But, Bless him. You know, so I think he, is he from there? That's amazing. He might be from there, but I'll find out. But yeah, you know, but just to see what he's doing and, and also having the NBA players and also sports shut down for a few days. Like, nah, we good. They need that. To, and to see soccer, I mean, hockey shut down? That's big. Hockey. Like, I mean, That's like. pretty big. It's the widest of the white sports. Snow and they're like, listen, we might not understand what it is to be black, but we standing with y'all. That's it. Now, my question is, I'm gonna turn my music down. I'm, I'm gonna get on my funk flex on this one. Is the NFL gonna shut down? Good luck. If I hold my breath, you're gonna have to resuscitate me on that because I do not think so. I don't have no faith in the NFL That's when they race ways. But hey, um, I do got to shout out Chris Webber because I uh seen that. Is that that who did the speech? Chris, um, that's his name, Chris Webber. Chris Webber, what speech? Um, no, maybe that wasn't his name. The guy who talked about the sports and why they walking off. They not they not doing sports. There was uh, a lot of people NBA. Doing it. Yeah, I thought it was Chris Webber. He had a gray suit on. It might have been Chris Webber. It was it was it was a lot of people who were talking okay. about it. And um, you know, he just said some really um profound things. You know, he talked about why it's important. You know, and what is teaching the the future generations, and um, you know how powerful it is. You yeah. know, and it, it just was um a really uh touching uh little speech he did. And and I just want to say, people say, oh, that was just one game. No, that was a warning. That was a warning. I agree. That showed how much power they have. You know what I mean? Like you know people, how much money was lost in that one game. Yes, though? but but people don't. You know, people looking at it as like, oh, well, that was one game. That don't mean nothing. It means a lot because this has never, never happened. happened. Mm-hmm. Never happened. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Shaq, Kobe, rest. You know, rest in peace. They didn't shut down nothing. This has been happening for years, right? But to see it happening, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, on that note, I don't have any more to say. I think it's a great podcast, and I think that we're gonna, you know, start collabing more. And it's a lot of subjects that I do want to touch and bother you with. Um, you know, yeah, we'll do another, another one. Yes, another one tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Lena Waits. She's always, uh, always out there doing it for the people. Got to so. talk about the shy man. Yeah, definitely. So on that note, thanks again for tuning into another edition of something like that. And another edition of Reason to Minds podcast. And until next time, we out. Peace.